This episode is sponsored by the Learn Jazz Standards Inner Circle. If your goal is to level up your jazz playing this year and feel confident improvising over jazz standards, the Inner Circle has everything you need and more. With monthly jazz standard studies, a library of powerful courses, and a vibrant community of like-minded musicians, you're guaranteed to improve your playing every single month. Podcast listeners can get 50% off their first month when you go to ljsinnercircle.com. That's ljsinnercircle.com or find the link in the show notes. Now, on to today's episode. Today, I'm going to show you a tasty jazz lick that's going to make you sound like a bebop pro over minor 251 chord progressions. Let's do this thing. What's up, Brent here from Learn Jazz Standards, where we help musicians just like you learn how to play jazz, all while shortening the learning curve, no matter what instrument you play. Welcome to another quick win episode of the podcast, where we do episodes on jazz theory, jazz practicing, deep dives into jazz standards, or just like this episode, deep dives into jazz improv tips, where you can learn more about soloing over jazz. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts so that you never miss any episode. Also, make sure you stick around to the very end where I'm going to show you three ways that you can make sure that you learn this lick very deeply so that you never forget it. All right, so today's lick is over top of a minor 2-5-1 chord progression, and I'm going to teach it to you in concert C minor. So first of all, what's a minor 2-5-1? It's D minor 7 flat 5 to a G7 altered chord to a C minor 7th chord. That's the one chord. So D minor 7, G7 to a C minor 7. Now, how do we get that beboppy sound, that super chromatic, beautiful, jazzy sound over top of this chord progression? Well, that's exactly what this lick does. So let's take a deep dive look into it. But before we do that, of course, let's listen to what it sounds like. Now, a few more times through the lick. Really beboppy, really chromatic sounding, but what makes it sound like that and what makes this lick so great? Let's slowly walk through this lick. So the very first note is a G natural. Now, the G natural is the 11th of D minor 7 flat 5, but this note isn't actually really the important note. What I'm going to do is identify some target notes within this lick. Now, those target notes in the first chord with the D minor is actually when we get to this F natural. We'll get there in a second, and I'll explain that as well. And then after that, when we get to the G7 alt chord, we come to this F natural as well, which is another one of our target notes. And then we get to this B natural in that same bar with the G7 alt. Again, go over that in a second. And then finally, we have a G natural over top of this C minor 7. So I want to talk about these target notes first because when we talk about target notes, target notes are any note in a jazz line or a musical sentence that we're targeting through other notes, whether it be diatonic or chromatic. So we're arriving to these notes, essentially. That's why we call them target notes notes. So let's go through this. So we start, like I said, with the 11th, that's G natural. And then we go to an E natural. Now that's technically the ninth of D, but that's really, again, not that important compared to our very first target note, which is the F natural. Now, what is F natural in 
minor seven flat five. Well, it's the third. Now, the third is another thing that we like to call the uh, a guide tone. It's one of the two guide tones in jazz, meaning it's an important note, important chord tone that is going to really help the chord changes pop. And that's really going to make the difference between an amateur sounding jazz line and a professional sounding jazz line. So we're targeting that third to really make that chord pop out really loud at us. Now, something that's really beboppy that beboppers do all the time is something called enclosure. You have that G natural and then the E natural arriving to the F. So we have a note starting above in pitch from our target note, then below in pitch, that's the E natural, arriving to our target note F. So that's what we call an enclosure. And that's essentially like bebop 101. Like this is going to come up all the time in bebop. So adding lots of enclosure, we call these approach tones and target notes. It's going to really help make your solo sound like bebop and really jazzy for lack of better terms. So let's keep going through the line. We go back to that G natural to the A flat. The A flat's kind of important because it's the flat five of the D minor seven flat five. So it's worthy to note that one. But again, we're heading a certain direction. So now we hit this B natural, which is kind of a little bit strange uh, because there's not really a B natural within the scale structure of a D minor seven flat five. For example, so far this you know lick is really based a lot off of the Locrian sharp two. Um, but you know by adding this B natural, it's almost like it's coming out of the whole half diminished scale. But putting aside scales for a second, I really am thinking about this B natural more as the third of G seven, which again we talked about the third being a guide tone. So it's almost like we're anticipating that G7 alt. And that's a good thing because we're about to do some really chromatic stuff that's gonna make it really sound like bebop. So moving along. Now we hit the first note of G7 alt, which happens to be the root. Now the root isn't the most powerful note to hit in a lick, but I don't really think that this note is really structurally grounding. Really, it's moving to our first target note. So we go G to G flat. That's the major seventh, which again, it's not really the major seventh in this line. It's really just what we call a chromatic passing tone, which is arriving down to the target note of F. Okay, now F again. What is F in G7? F is the seventh, the flat seventh to be specific on this dominant seventh chord. Now, that is another guide tone. That's the seventh. The thirds and the sevenths are the guide tones. So we're really, again, we're making these chord changes pop, but in a chromatic way, which is really a lot of what's going on in bebop. Uh, continuing down with the chromaticism, we go to an E natural. Okay, E natural. Now this is like really the 13th, a nice extension that you can play over top of dominant seventh chords. But that kind of leads us to the next one, which is the B flat note, which is the, that's the flat 13. Now this is our first truly altered note that we're dealing with here in the chord. So this is why this is an awesome altered lick. So really adding a lot of tension and release through these altered tones like that flat 13. But continuing on, now we go to a B natural. Now, B natural again in a G7 is the third. So that's our next target note is that B natural. So we're going from hitting that seventh to a bunch of chromatic and altered stuff, but coming back to a grounding center of that third, again, to bring out that chord. 
but we don't stay there too long. After that, we go to a B flat, which a B flat is actually just the sharp nine, right? The sharp nine, it's that Jimi Hendrix sound, right? Another one of our altered notes, okay? So now we hit the A flat and the A flat is also an altered note. It's our flat nine. So, so far we got the flat 13, we got the sharp nine, we got the flat nine, making it a really altered chromatic tension-y sort of note. Finally, we land on our last target note, which is the G natural. That's the fifth of C minor seventh, which it's a strong tone. It's not the thirds or the seventh, so it's not the strongest tone, but it's still totally fine to land on it, especially when we're ending a, a phrase or a line. So we get the, that fifth, and then we end on a color note, the D natural, which is the ninth of C minor seventh. So a beautiful sound. So again, this is what the lick sounds like in totality. So that's the lick. Now, what about some tips for actually learning this lick and, and never forgetting it? What's the best way to internalize this so it actually comes out in our playing? So number one, the first thing that you can do is to learn it by ear. So instead of looking at notation for this, just learn it by ear. And I guarantee you, even if it's hard at first, that you are absolutely going to learn it a lot better and it's going to make a lot more sense for you. And then the second thing that you can do is take it through all 12 keys. So bring it through different key center contexts is going to be incredibly helpful for you just to truly understand it, internalize it even further. And finally, number three is actually to take that lick that you learned and find different ways of playing it yourself. So not only will it solidify the anchor that is the lick you just learned, it will help you actually make it into something that's coming from you, which is much more likely to come out when you're playing than something that you have learned verbatim. All right, that's all for today's podcast, Quick Win episode. Now, if you need help learning jazz standards so you can apply licks like this over top of them, be sure to check out my guide, Learn Jazz Standards the Smart Way. You can go to learnjazzstandardsthesmartway.com or check it out in the show notes. I'll leave a link for it there. Great way to help you learn jazz standards by ear with a simple five-step process. Check it out totally for free. Also, make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. And of course, make sure you leave a rating review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Always appreciate that help. All right, until next time, happy practicing and see you in the next one. Hey, podcast listener, would you like to ask me a jazz question and get it answered here on the show? Then go to learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. That's learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. I look forward to hearing your question and answering it on a future podcast episode. Learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask or find the link in today's show notes.